Welcome to Writing for with Allie. I'm Allie, and this is episode number 15, Writing Flash Flood. You can find this episode's notes and helpful links to learn more on my website, AllieHart.com. That's A-L-L-E-Y-H-A-R-T.com. Now, on to the show. Most people know that flash floods can be dangerous, but many do not know the difference between a flood and a flash flood. Well, today we are going to learn exactly what flash floods are, what makes them so deadly, how to spot the signs of where they might be, how to avoid them, and what to do if your character is caught in a flash flood. Without further ado, let's get into this. Flooding is when a river rises because of heavy rains, whether local or upriver. Flash floods are caused when it rains in large amounts faster than the ground can absorb the water. This can be from slow-moving thunderstorm, several thunderstorms moving over the same area in quick succession, hurricanes, or tropical storms. In some instances, if the normal pathway for water is blocked by some type of debris, it can cause flash flooding in an area around the blockage. Water will take the easiest path, and wherever that is is where the flash flood will go. While flooding from a river is usually predictable, in when or how fast it will rise, a flash flood can happen in an instant. You see, while it may be ringing where you are, upstream or wherever your water is coming from, could have already received several inches of rain. As this water travels downstream, it collects more water with the added rain. Flash floods can happen in a few hours or even a few minutes. Even in a dried up area upstream up there in a low-lying ditch, it could have gathered enough rain to cause a large, fast-moving flash flood. That could carry people away in the current or even knock cars off the road. Flash floods are known for debris they carry. The debris is dangerous to anyone caught in the water. Debris could be under the water and could cause injury or entanglement. Being injured in flood water can lead to drowning, just as being entangled can. Flash floods are common in my area, and I have personally dealt with a few of these. One memorable one, I was in a truck following another truck at about 100 feet behind it. The truck in front of us made it over the low water bridge. However, water gushed over the road so quickly that we did not have time to stop and it was already two feet high when we hit the water at 45 miles an hour. Thankfully, all it did was slow the truck down to about 30 miles an hour and it did not knock us off the road, but that is how fast the water can come up. Nighttime is a deadly time to deal with this. Water rises quickly. If it is dark, you might not see it until it's too late. This is how many people are swept off the road during flash floods. They could not see it on the road at night. Another thing to know is that flash floods have very swift moving currents. It is easy to knock an adult over with 18 inches of water. This is especially dangerous for children. Being swept downstream can cause you to be knocked over into things or even drag you underwater. I've personally seen a car sent off of the road with roughly six inches of swift moving water. If it can move a car, it can carry a person away. Even in the country, we have whistles under our low water bridges. A whistle is what we call the round concrete hole that allows the water to go under the low water bridge, driveway, cropland, or whatever it might be. In other places, they might be called a culvert. These are known for having wildlife get sucked in during flash floods, and it's almost a guarantee that the wildlife will sadly drown. Even here, we keep our kids far away from whistles if there is any sign of rain. Well, what are the signs of a potential flash flood, you ask? The first thing to remember is that it does not need to rain in your location to risk a flash flood. If you heard thunder in the distance, 
you should be paying attention. This would be even more true in historical or post-apocalyptic story since there would be no warnings for flash floods like we have today. At least in my area, there are warnings. Other things to look out for are streams, ditches, rivers, or other areas that have water start to rapidly rise or become muddy. If twigs, sticks, or debris start floating, or if you hear a roaring coming down the waterway, it's a sign that there is a large gush of water coming. Now you might be wondering how to identify areas prone to flash floods. Well, this really depends on the area of the world and the terrain that you are in. Some common signs include looking for low-lying areas, areas close to streams and rivers, canyon, dry stream beds, and rivers. Things that are not always so commonly looked for are plants that typically grow near the water that seem out of place. Willow trees, cattails, and persimmon trees are the ones that I can think of here in Tornado Alley. Still, these will be native to the area of the world that you are writing about, so keep that in mind and research the area. Also, if you see bundles of sticks, grass, or other things on the same side of several trees, a fence, or something similar, these are signs of a flash flood. This is the leftover debris of the last flash flood. Man-made signs include, but are not limited to, road may flood, impassable during high water, impassable when flooded, subject to flooding, high water, flooded ahead, when flooded, turn around, don't drown, and many, many more. Also, road closed may be seen at low water bridges. In fact, many of the low water areas here have a swinging gate that can close off the road on each side of the low water area. The best thing to do to stay safe is to avoid low-lying areas when there is a risk. If your character must be there, move to higher ground as soon as they notice the warning signs, such as the water rising quickly or the roaring sound, might save your character's life. If your character is driving and they come to water over the road, it is always safest to turn around and go a different way. The saying here is, turn around, don't drown. But what should your character do if they are caught in a flash flood? I'm glad you asked. First, don't go into the water. I cannot emphasize that enough. If possible, get to higher ground as fast as possible. I've heard of getting on top of boulders, but that might depend on the water's depth and the boulder's height. The stability or instability of the boulder would be another thing to consider. Another possibility is to climb a tree as quickly as possible and stay there until the water goes down and it is safe to leave or rescue comes. If you're in a car, stay out of the water. As they say here, turn around, don't drown. Only one foot of water can stall a car and two feet can sweep a vehicle off the road. Also, water can cover up places that have been swept away by the water, and there could be a car-sized hole in the road that you can't see. The plus side to this is if you're in a car, you can drive away from the flood water faster. The downside to this is that the vehicles can only go on the road. So while you might be able to move faster, you might not be moving in a safe direction. Something to think about if you're running suspense. If your character is in a car that is swept off the road, they should immediately roll down the windows or break it if needed. Then climb on top of the vehicle and call 911, assuming cell phones had been invented at the time of your story. Remember, people are more likely to drown inside cars than on top of them. Plus, 
rescuer, or someone passing by who can get help are more likely to see somebody on top of a car than in it. But what if a character ends up in the flash flood? Whether they were on foot or in a car that was swept off the road, some things can help. First, try to find something sturdy to grab onto. Trees is the most common thing, but telephone poles, tall rocks, or boulders could be used. If that's an option, then there are things to help survival, though not a guarantee. These include pointing your feet downstream. You will die if you smack your head and go unconscious in the water. Another is to remember to always go over the debris, never under. Never go underwater if you have a choice. Grab whatever you can that is stable and will stop you from being carried downstream anymore. Then hold on. I've personally known people who have spent 10 hours clinging to trees before water went down because they knew how dangerous the water was. The most important thing is don't panic. If you panic, you are likely to make mistakes and those could be deadly. Interesting side note, if you write mystery, a flash flood could be a great way for your bad guys to cover up a murder. Without going into graphic detail, the way that the blood settles in a body after somebody has passed has a distinct look. This could potentially tip off the good guy that the person did not drown in the flash flood. Fun fact, flash flooding can happen in most areas in the world, including deserts, mountains, coastal regions, forest, rural, and urban areas. Now for everyone's favorite part, what could possibly go wrong? Well, let me tell you, likely to go wrong, your character is too close to the water or ditch when a flash flood hits and they die. This could be a child character playing with his friends and one of his friends drown. And that is what propels him to later work in water rescue, or maybe he's even afraid of water as an adult. It is sometimes common for homeless people to sleep in culverts or sewers. These places could be very long and twisting. And being slammed into concrete walls has to hurt. Likely to go wrong? Your character is driving in the dark, takes a blind turn into flash floods, and they don't see it or didn't see it until it was too late. Possible to go wrong? Your character is swept off the road in a car, and once on top of the vehicle, they have no way to call for help and have to stay there until the water recedes. It's less likely in today's world, but if you are writing before cell phones, it is a good possibility. Also possible to go wrong, your character is driving and tries to cross an area that is covered in shallow water. However, once they enter the water, they find it is deeper than expected. They could stall the car and be stuck, or swept off the road. Unlikely to go wrong. Your character tries to go through water only to find the pavement has eroded away under the water and they are either stuck or sink into a hole. Also unlikely to go wrong. Your character is camping and misses or ignores the signs that it is a flood area. In the night, a flood comes up. Improbable but technically still in their own possibilities. Your character is thrown around debris breaking bones, and still, somehow, they make it out alive. It has been done before, but compared to the number who drowned in these cases, it is a small number of people. Also improbable, but technically still in the realm of possibilities, your character is in the water and uses their pants for a flotation device. Yes, you can use your pants like this, and I had a family member who survived in the ocean like this. However, it would be very hard to take your pants off, swing them just right over your head, 
and then tie them off in swift-moving water while keeping your head above water and not hitting any debris. Very difficult, but technically possible. Thanks for listening. To get this show's notes or for helpful links to learn more, you can find it at my website, alleyheart.com. That's A-L-L-E-Y-H-A-R-T dot com. Subscribe and follow for more episodes. A new episode comes up every Monday. Until then, happy wordsmithing.